You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's turn after show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's turn after show. Hey guys, we're going to talk real quiet. How's it going? Welcome to AfterBuzz TV, your one and only spot for after-show entertainment. We are here for Turn After Show, episode 6, Mr. Culpepper. I'm your host, Ryan Hooks, Captain Ryan Hooks to be precise. Joining me on the panel today, we have a very lovely and talented co-host, as always, General Kristen Carroll. Hey guys. Lieutenant Megan Salinas. Hey there. Sergeant Dylan Chance. Hello, it's a pleasure to be here. Oh, it's always a pleasure, and we are here to talk and about And guys, term. I have your special caller for you. Yeah, hey, we're going to start this show off Yay! with a bang. We have Sammy Roken coming in on the line. It's hey, guys. Whoa, hey, hey how's it going? I'm good, how are you? We are great, we just started, great timing. <laughs> good, good, good. I'm a big fan of you guys, I've got to tell you. Oh, yeah, oh, we're a big awesome. fan of yours. We, so thank oh, you for coming. Really nice. Look, it's a mutual loving. Well, yeah. I, I, I listen to you every Monday and have a really great time. You know, I watch you on the on the old YouTube. It's great. Oh we, my gosh, that's we, so We cool. can't decide if we love you or hate you. <laughs> Simcoe, that is. Well, we, I, we love you. Yeah, I mean, I consistently get people coming up to me in everyday life telling me that they want to punch me in the face. <laughs> um, no, no one's actually followed through with that promise yet, but as long as they are suggesting it, I know something's working, so I'm really happy, yeah. Yeah, that's how you know you're doing a really good job. That, that means yeah, you're going to get an award. Yeah. Yeah. yeah every, everyone loves uh, someone to hate, <laughs> and that's great that you do such a good job at making us hate you. Is that strange for you to now walk down the street, and because people are starting to recognize you as this character, um, has it been a big change where you're like, don't hate me? <laughs> well, I, it's actually, because there's the whole wig and the coat, mm-hmm. actually there's not, been, luckily, you know, not a lot of people have been um, too freaked out. Or, or like, or kind of. No, there's not been a lot of people kind of noticing me because I think you know, without the wig and without the coat, it's kind of, it's such a departure mm-hmm. from from what I look like normally. Uh, but I was at the doctor's the other day, and it was actually for my son. And I, I and we were about to get into to all the business with my son, and he said, "Listen, we'll get to that in a minute." But I've just got to write, are you Simcoe? <laughs> and I said, I said, yes, I am. And then he launched into his whole, um, his whole, his whole enjoyment of turn and, and Simcoe and everything. And I was like, okay, but we're here for my son. Thanks. Um, and, uh, so, so there we are. But yeah, but like, so not, not a huge amount, but, um, I, I, I get, I tell you what happens a lot is I get a lot of strange looks. Like they <laughs> recognize <laughs> you, but they don't. Well, or they just don't want to talk to me. Like across, like across a Starbucks line, you know, someone will just look at me like I'm the enemy. Um, and I think, I think, oh, good, it's working. And, if I'm, you know, and if I'm really kind of up for playing with it, I just smile at them. That sort of does it, really. And then they avert eye contact and they're like, oh, God, he saw me. What? So you made your appearance back this week after a couple of weeks off, which we were glad to That's see right. your return. And you came back with a vengeance. For sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Straight back to business, right? <laughs> exactly. I, exactly. Your killing instinct is there. So what can we expect from you in the coming weeks? Uh, I have to tell you, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Ooh. We, and I don't, and I don't, I don't want to give anything away. <laughs> we don't but, want you to. Um, it's sort of, uh, yeah, he, it, it, he continues in the same... I mean, we're going to see, this is a man who, who doles out his own kind of justice mm-hmm. uh, whenever he feels like it. Uh, and also, you know, uh, without giving anything away, Simcoe's a man that can hold a grudge. 
<laughs> well, and we know that he's going back and he's going to be meeting with Anna pretty soon. And we saw that he has an interest there. And I was reading about um, Simcoe in real life. And then you even talked about that he wrote like one of the fo- uh, first like kind of romantic poetry. Is that correct? And is that something the that first, will... The first, yeah, the first recorded excuse me, the first recorded Valentine's poem. That's what it was, what? Valentine's Day. From Simcoe? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Is that something and we'll see incorporated? To, to a local woman on Long Island. Ooh. Whoa. Um, I hope it's to Anna. And, well, we don't know, do we? We don't know who it was. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's lovely. It's so nice, isn't it? It's such it, a it stark It really rings contrast. through with the romantic that Simcoe is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's such a stark contrast because we we saw him stab a man at the dinner table, and then right. you know probably in a couple hours he'll be writing Valentine's poetry. Oh my goodness! Well, I think I think and and you know it is funny when you when you when you say it like that it sounds so strange. But <laughs> the thing is, um, I think that's why you know Simcoe has this sort of mystery to him and and also there is you know undeniably you know he has a sense of humor mm-hmm. and um if we go into the history of of, of simcoe um uh, jj was telling me that actually andre and simcoe uh, had the theater company together at one point mm-hmm. and um and this is you know like we, the important the reason why i think these characters are working on screen is because you know Apart from the fact that they're in a war and we have, you know, good guys and bad guys, you know, the invaders, the occupiers and uh, and the, the American spirit rising up, you know, they're still human beings within all of that with real thoughts and real feelings and real emotions and real, you know, everything that we go through now, they were going through then just in the context of this incredible time. And um, and I think you know why not? Why why can't why can't Simcoe be a romantic? Why can't he be a, be a poet? He wrote loads of poetry, um, and I think it's okay, and it makes a lot of sense to me, certainly as an actor approaching it, to have um, a guy that's excellent on the battlefield and, and ruthless, and yet also with a real love of literature. Mm-hmm. I think that makes for a fully rounded human being. That's why it's so much fun to do. Now, and that's what makes for really interesting characters to watch, too, is that, yeah, it's it would be so lazy if they were just, you know, in terms of, like, writing, if they were just painted as, oh, these are the good guys and these are the bad guys. But that just really displays how well the show is written and how well you guys play these roles. It's really fantastic. Yeah, and it's all in the writing. And I, and you, I think, it, yeah, and I think it creates that little bit of ambiguity, you know, amongst all of the characters. And, you know, no one's completely innocent in any war, obviously, and, and, and certainly in this war. And what brought you about to, to playing Simcoe? Because I know a lot of people like to know how people, um, actors, got involved in shows. So how did you come across the script or even an audition for it? Did you know this is who you were going to be in, in the show or did you audition for somebody else? I was like hearing those stories. Well, um, yeah, I was... Um, I was... So I, I'd been in America for a couple of years. Uh, it was my second pilot season. And this was the very first script that was sent to me during pilot season. And I read it and loved it and wanted to be in it immediately. And, um, and so uh, and it was just by chance because, you know, I'm based in the New York area. And, um, and it was just by chance that the producers... Uh, and, and the creator of the show, Craig Silverstein and, um, and Barry Josephson, had just come back from a scouting, uh, a location scouting trip, I think, in Canada. And they had a stop off in New York and they said to AMC, can you set up some casting sessions in New York since we're going to be there? So my first audition was for Craig and Barry, which is really unheard of. You don't usually get to meet Definitely. the producers at your first audition. Uh, and, and the guy that created the the, the script mm. from the from the from Alex's book. Um, so I went in there, and um, and initially my first read uh, was uh, I think it was a scene. It was one of John Andre's scenes. Um, was the first thing I read, and um, 
And uh, uh, late, I was later told by um, by Barry that I just freaked him out <laughs> so much in that audition. That so he's like, it, so you're not John Andre. The and um, but we had a great time. I was in there for ages, you know, and we were really kind of working it through and like coming up with ridiculous ideas for, you know, just 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 really playing with the with the script. And then I, I got really excited because when you have producers. Um, who typically are the guys in suits, you know what I mean? But when you have producers mm-hmm. who are really creative and and actually pretty good directors, like you know you know you're on something special. And um and and really uh, that was it and then I didn't meet them ever again except on set. Wow. The next thing I knew I got a call and um and uh, they offered me Simcoe and that was that. We were away. <laughs> Well, That's I've, fantastic. I've always said that uh, every great English actor has been in Harry Potter at one point or another. So <laughs> yeah, I was good. I was happy to sneak in. There. So you, you snuck into Harry yeah. Potter at the very end. So it means good things for your future, I think. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was that was fun. I mean, it's not that different, really, doing uh, doing this job. You know, I get a wig. Um, <laughs> I get a lot of dirt in my makeup, and the only thing I don't have is a wand. Aww. Not quite. Not yet. That's what. <laughs> not yet. Maybe. There's nothing. To, there's not, we don't know anything don't in the history book. There's wands? nothing in the history books that says that Simcoe didn't have a wand. That's true. I mean, that's true. I feel I like if anybody anything. could have had a wand in their Revolutionary War, it would be Simcoe, right? I think we've got a campaign uh, for it. Uh, I'll start tweeting it out now. So you were talking about too earlier, uh, you know, the comedy and then you know the the way that Simcoe portrays himself. And we saw a couple weeks ago, you know, when he was a captive and he was egging everyone on. And it's kind of joking with people still being held captive. You know, you see this cocky attitude about him. Do you think that, or will we see that continue, even though there's going to be more violence from him and more severity in his character? Yeah, I think it's always there, you know. I, I think what's so dangerous about somebody like Simcoe is that he isn't afraid of what's around the corner. And he's a guy that really lives in the moment and is very decisive in that moment. And that relaxes him. He also has a superiority complex, you know. Mm-hmm. He I, thinks he's the highest status person in any room he's in. Yeah. So John Andre shot um, him down this, this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and gave him a dressing down for it, and quite right. It's very mm-hmm. bad table manners, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but um, and so yeah, so despite the stakes, the stakes as the season goes on, the stakes get higher and higher. Um, and yet, yes, the man who keeps his sense of humor. I think that's important. Um, but 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 the situations get a little stickier as we move forward. You'll see. I have a quick question for you. When you're on set and you're not shooting, do you stay in character to keep the other actors scared of you? <laughs> <laughs> How method well, are you, Samuel? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> but... The thing, I mean, you have to, if you ever get Heather Lind on the show, she's a good person to ask, ask that question to about me. Mm-hmm. Because I will, this is what happens on set. Heather Lind, who is now a very good friend of mine, will be, will be on set, and she plays Anna Strong, mm-hmm. just to make that connection for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we'll, we'll be on set, and I'll, I'll just be looking at her, but for no other reason than just to say hi or something like that. <laughs> and she'll come over and say, stop looking at me like that. It's freaking me out. <laughs> and and or, I was just trying to be nice and say hello. So I think sometimes I don't even know that I'm doing it anymore. <laughs> it's just the way my face it's, is. It's the wig and the coat. It's the wig and the coat. It must be. It's not me, is it? No. no. Not you. So were there any uh, practical jokes then that happened on set? Um, no, but, um, uh, no, but, no, but there's, there's a lot of giggling, you know, and I have to say, I really enjoy, you know, I, cause uh, on your show, uh, I know that you have a thing about when people say the word turn, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, there's just like, oh, we said the word turn. I have to tell you that happens to us as well. Yes. <laughs> because, because, it ha- because in our show, like, of course that word is going to come up all mm-hmm. the time. 
And um, and quite often we've had to d- retake stuff because we can't hold it together when we say turn. So I just want you to know that you, we're in good company. All right. <laughs> that makes me so happy. <laughs> Dylan's happy about that. Yeah. I know we were telling... and there has been a couple of occasions when we've done it straight into the camera, just for good, just for good measure. Just I hope those are like... For the DVD outtakes. Yeah, when the Blu-ray comes out, I hope I get to see that. I think there's a, there's a blooper reel somewhere with yes. stuff like that on, yeah. We should get a turn compilation reel. That would be fantastic. Yeah, I mean, of course, turns. there's very few of those things because we're incredibly professional. Oh. <laughs> yes, that's all actors are. Same here. <laughs> for, um, for the show as well, how is it filming on location, and, and do you guys stay on set for the other scenes as well, or are they completely different days? How is the filming schedule like? So the schedule, usually what they do is they, um, yeah, we, we, I was basically in Virginia from, we were, we were all in Virginia, uh, based in Richmond from, like, November uh, for, for like five months. And, um, Virginia is just gorgeous and it's great. And, and people of Richmond were fantastic to us. Um, but it was, you know, it was the polar vortex, wasn't it? So it was freezing. And, um, and so the, the only thing about being, I mean, Virginia has never seen a a colder winter. I don't think, I think we're all thinking we're going to get something quite gentle and, uh, and it was far from it. So, um, the, 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 the hard bit was that, you know, all those Setorkit scenes, that is a, a, a town right in the open air. You know, it's all been built on a hillside. Yep. And, um, and so, it re- you know, it was sometimes the conditions were, were pretty brutal. And you'll see in the next episode, um, there's a lot of snow and it's real. <laughs> and, um, and we haven't got any more costume on than we've got on. So, um, you know, so that, that was, um, you know, it's not digging roads, but it was, uh, but it was, it was still pretty brutal. Um, but yeah, like I, I mean, often we ha- often, often when we're on the stage, particularly, you know, we'll come in and, and watch other people's scenes happening. We actually do that quite a lot. Um, cool. And um, but what tends to happen is that you get all of your storyline bunched together in a couple of days. So even though your scenes might be spread out across the episode, you know, for example, in episode six that we've just seen. You know, all those scenes in that dining room, you know, that was all done in two days, you know, and then they get spread out in the edit. Um, so that, so that's kind of, uh, that's actually a good thing for actors because you, you get to play out your story in one go, you know, rather than jumping about. The, uh, they try and do it chronologically for the actors, which is good. So when you're watching the episode, do you, do you like notice things that you see that, maybe have been edited or added in post, uh, like CGI kind of things that you're like, wow, that wasn't there when we filmed. All the time. You know, in fact, when, um, uh, when, when, when uh, the crew all watched the, the pilot for the first time, you know, episode one, they all roared with laughter when Brooklyn Harbor came up because everybody on set knows that it's just a field in real life and then the harbor's and, behind um, and you know and the yeah and and so there's a lot of stuff that happens in post um that uh that is surprising and enhances it and 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 um i think you know you know on the whole like the the post work has been excellent all the sound and the music and all of that when that comes in it you know really just adds to it um and sometimes they can actually um you know, they can really kind of in the edit they can tighten scenes up. They can make the dialogue more zippy. You know, they can they can do all sorts of clever things. That um, you know, that's the beautiful thing about TV. You know, is the the um, the amount of coverage you get, um, and then how they can tweak it all in the edit. It's very exciting to watch it actually for real um, at home for the first time. Because we're actually I have to tell you I'm seeing these episodes. I just saw episode six now for the first time. Same I've as us. Seen it before. Uh, well. Yeah. Since you just watched it, I was going to ask, besides you, of course, who is your favorite character on the show? Oh, that's a tough question. (laughs) We asked the tough ones here. Um, It's okay if you just want to say yourself. I understand. I don't think I I can pick a favorite at this point. But but don't you think think the arrival of Washington is brilliant? Yes. Yes. We've been talking about that for weeks. We've been waiting for Washington. Yeah, yeah, and so I really, I think like each episode there is a new like Sackett. Yeah, he came out of nowhere. So great, you know? Stephen Root. Like, what a great addition! I'm a huge 
fan of his. So when I saw that, he added, I'm like, oh, this great actor. Yeah. And and so when, you know, when that, and and that's what I love about the show is that it's attracting that kind of talent, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's really, it's just so exciting when we get people like Steven coming on set, you know, we all get excited by these actors. And, um, and I think it raises everybody's game, you know, on, on those, those episodes. But I love seeing those characters come to life. I love Washington turning up, you know, and I feel, I feel like, I, you know, like, you know, there's like a, a an, an automatic reverence we have, don't we? To someone like Washington. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you get sort of a human, a human, uh, examination of the man, and I love it. I love all that stuff. So I'm enjoying that at the moment. I actually thought the the, the episode last week, um, which focused on on the the slave issue, mm-hmm. was beautifully done. Um, a brilliantly written episode, and you know, and um, uh, Adero plays um, Abigail. What a brilliant, what a brilliant character that is, you know. And I think I think that's going to develop as well. I think too. Um, the, I'm really interested to see where that storyline is going to go. I don't know, but you know, it's, it's a great character. And we're getting even more of that this week with uh, Jordan, the character of him and his uh, interactions with Rogers. So he's he's being initiated right. into the Queen's Rogers. Rangers. Mm-hmm. There's another one. Oh yeah, Rogers Bullard, is good. Rogers, Caleb. <laughs> I can just all I think about is Braveheart. Bearded men, they're fantastic, aren't they? Yeah, the bearded men. Are I, just, awesome. I just think about Braveheart every time. Yeah, well, I watch. of course, of course, you love the beards, right? <laughs> Absolutely, I love the beards. I love them too. <laughs> Listen, if you've watched any of my after shows over the last year, we'll talk about a beard at least once. <laughs> well, are there since uh, all of these characters are so great? Is there anybody you haven't gotten the chance to work with that you're really getting that you're really hoping you get to work with soon? Well, Robert Rogers. Right. I've not I've not had a scene with him yet. Oh, mm. that would be um, brilliant. And I think that's going to be. I, I, I'm really hoping that happens at some point. I think that would be that would be really cool. And I, lo- I love working with. Um, had a great time working with with Dan, uh, Dan Henshaw, who played Caleb Brewster. Mm-hmm. He plays Caleb Brewster. You know, it was um, uh, you know all that torture stuff. You know, we really hit a groove, and I'd love to do some more scenes with him. You know, and but I mean, we've really been blessed with like, you know, uh, you know, all of the the regular characters on the show are such cool people, and and re- I know I have so much respect for everybody, just you know, just act acting wise, and um, and things just cook, you know, people, uh, you know, people are working outside of the set, you know, very very hard to mm-hmm. to really bring something to the table, and it, it you know, it's fiery fiery on set you know the scenes are really hot and um and so um like working with jj for the first time was great you know john andre um we we had a great time working together and that scene around the dinner table um you know it was a long day and we really got into it and um you know he's he's a great actor and and so about i i think i think um simcoe and rogers meeting would be a good one and going back to you with Caleb, how was that torture scene? Because you have us had a lot of time in makeup and just <laughs> dealing with all of the, you know. It looks like it was hard Because there were little, yeah, yeah. And, and fight scenes and stuff like that as well. How was that? Yeah, so, um, well, first of all, Ashley uh, Fetterman, who did the, the, the makeup, did such an amazing job um, on that. Uh, particularly, well, and, you know, she's done it throughout the whole season, but um, all of that kind of bruising makeup was uh, like a whole, we worked on it for a whole day, just getting it wow. as accurate as oh, possible. Man. And then we had 40 minutes to get it on on the day we shot it um, before we turned around and went and did it. And, and um, the great thing about, the reason why I loved working with Dan Henshaw so much is because we sort of gave each other permission to uh, not hold back on on the 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 violence really um, a lot a lot of that stuff you know we weren't doing full impact punches to the face but all of that stuff when I'm hanging up um, was uh, you know he was really shoving and slapping me around and and, um, and I think it was good you know you you know you really react to that <laughs> so I trusted him you know like I knew it looked he wasn't realistic actually hurt me you know he wasn't going to inflict real damage to me so um, when you get that trust with actors and you don't always get it but when you do um, you can really, really immerse yourselves and go for it. But it was a, that was a tough day, you know. It was a lot of it was freezing cold, and I, and that water once it's gone on the first time, it doesn't dry off. Oh no! So, um, but they were lovely. They had a lot of heaters around for me, which was very nice, and they kept bringing me in cups of tea. Oh. So um, that that kept us going. 
Um, but yeah, it's um, uh, the the fight. You know, like poor Jamie, Jamie Jamie Bell has been has been pushed and pulled around every <laughs> week for months. You know, I don't think I don't think he spends most of the episode on the floor in the pilot, doesn't he? Yeah, or in the cold. Yeah, yeah this episode too. Tree this week. <laughs> yeah. So when when oh. Abe is really shuddering, he's really shuddering. It really is that oh, yeah. cold. Oh no, oh. that stuff is usually for real. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, but that's that's you know that, in that in that respect, the polar vortex was very helpful because there wasn't a lot of acting required. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyone else? I think. Okay. Well, Sammy, thank you so much for calling in. We'll let you get back to it, and we'll get back to our after show. Uh, is there a place that the fans can find more information about you, websites, Twitter, that kind of stuff? You, you can you can catch me on Twitter. It's a very easy handle, at Samuel Rukin. Um, I'm always tweeting stuff about the show, and, um, uh, and, and yeah, and you can catch me there. And, um, yeah, and just and thank you for doing such great analyses of, of the show. Thank you um, for giving us something uh, to talk yeah. about. Like, thank yeah, you. Yeah, we're really grateful for um, for a show like yours. And so, hopefully, nice one. season two. Fingers crossed. You, have you guys heard anything about that? We haven't heard anything. I know nothing. Uh, <laughs> he knows nothing. We'll, we'll know when you know, right? Yeah, exactly. someone's in exactly. spy. But you know, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. Well, fingers crossed for well, sure. Fingers will be crossed for sure. And again, thank you so much for calling in. And we will keep doing our good work and you keep doing yours. And uh, if you're ever it's in my, LA, swing it's by. My pleasure. I'll speak to you soon. Awesome. awesome. Thank, you. thank you, sir. Thank, thank you. you. There, there it is, guys. Oh Ooh. my gosh. I feel so cool right let's, now. Let's nerd out for a minute. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Summer yeah. Rukin, everybody. Agent Simcoe. I just love right. how, like, after, like, halfway through the interview, Mel- Megan, you start going, brilliant. <laughs> I liked when he talked about it's rubbing off. Major rubbing John Andre rubbing. and your face lit up. <laughs> I like that. He said, yeah. of course you like beards. Of course. I do <laughs> like beards. That is not a secret to anyone here. All right. Dylan, you're kind of, you got a little scruff going on. Dylan's going to have, like, a beard by I episode 10. Short. He can borrow mine. <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about the episode. We have a lot to talk about and a little Woo! bit of time to do yeah, it. Yeah. All right, first off, let's talk about iTunes because we're right at that point where we can yeah. break and go into it. Guys, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you being here. Mm-hmm. You can check us out on the iTunes. You can check him out on the iTunes. You can check them out on the iTunes. After Buzz is all over the place. A lot of shows, like 75 or more shows right now, 100 countries. Yeah, and please come. I'm, I read a few off last week, and I, I checked this as of this morning. We didn't have any new oh, ones. Gosh, so gosh. We need more. Well, people are listening to Hush. Hush. The downloading of that. It's the place to find us all information about AfterBuzz, all of our shows. And if you want to find out more about AfterBuzz as well, you can tune in every Tuesday night, 10 o'clock, on Oxygen to Marie Menudos' new show, Chasing Marie Menudos. They're talking a lot about AfterBuzz the last couple of weeks. And it's also, so cute. It's such a cute show. I mean, I'm hooked. I, I'm not just saying that because I work here. I mean, but I actually do. I DVR it and I watch every find Wednesday about morning. Marie Menudos, Kevin Undergar, our owners, who uh, make all this happen for you guys for free from us and for everyone to download. Check it out. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this episode. What was your favorite part of this week? Besides just talking to Simcoe? Besides oh, um, the episode number six, Mr. Culpepper. Mr. Not Culpepper. The, the I really like that name, actually. Mr. Culpepper? I, Mr. Culpepper. I, so, Samuel Culpepper. <laughs> I, I geeked out when, when Stephen Root was on, because like I had said, you know, yeah. I'm such a huge fan of his. Um, but I think just a moment in the show... Uh, specifically was actually when Simcoe stabbed the guy at the dinner table because awesome. I mean I had a feeling John Andre knew that that's what you know was going on with this guy but just all of a sudden Simcoe's just like boop done <laughs> you're done at the dinner table yeah, yeah. I, I like that and they never do that in TV or movies remember it's always the let's put them in a cage and lower them slowly well, into sharks and, that and was, yeah there's, no there's hardly an Indiana Jones moment yeah. where he's like I'm just gonna shoot you yeah <laughs> and you're dead done yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, oh gosh, but that was such a good scene too, just with the way the camera worked and everything, and the foreshadowing earlier. So yeah, that was a really good scene for me. Um, don't laugh at me. My favorite scene actually was probably the moments between John Andre and Abigail. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> quit laughing at me. But actually, no, because you love him. <laughs> Come on, get it together, you guys. guys uh, why, why are you blushing? Be Giggling Be like a schoolgirl. <laughs> We are professional on the show, and I, I giggle I mean, all the time. We're not. You guys, maybe. Um, but, <laughs> but I really liked this scene because it kind of goes back to what we were talking about with Samuel just now, in that you know these are people. You know they have well-rounded emotions, and even though you know 
again, you know, he's one of the bad guys, quote unquote. He's still a person, and he nice still guy. likes to treat people well. And he's still he's like, oh, there's a smile. You know, he still likes to be kind. Well, and it's going to cause a lot of problems, I, I think, think so. for Abigail. You know, yeah, doing laundry for, for Anna. Yeah, it's hard to rat somebody out once you've become emotionally attached. And if he's, you know, if he's somebody who's going to try to make the people around him smile, you know, that's that's going to be hard for, Aunt, uh, for Anna. Uh, Anna, in, in terms of, because I know she's dealing with the same things, but it's going to be really hard for Abigail. Do you mm-hmm. think that... Andre knows something's going to happen, and that's why he's probably being nice to her? It's very possible. We, we've we seen, you know, throughout this episode that he knows exactly how to read people. So, you know, if if Abigail's already given herself away, it's possible he's playing her. So well, and true. he's already, he's not one of those, like, oh, a woman can't do this because, he, you know, he's got Philomena. So I, he couldn't suspect that. I mean, it might be different because she's... Well, she's not technically a slave anymore, but maybe he wouldn't think that that would be part of it due to her station. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think he would question the fact, like, that she's a woman. So I, I think he's a guy who sleeps with both eyes, you know, when I open. He's, 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 eyes open. he's becoming We're one of my favorite open. characters, I think. I just like, I like he's a little maniacal, a little bit sneaky, but, like, always on it, always knows the right thing to say. Mm-hmm. So There are so many good moments this week, though, man. I mean, we had the good moments with Ben Talmadge in Washington and talking about trust. You know, that was so good. And I, I was talking before, I love that Rogers is recruiting Jordan to be part of the Queens Rangers. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so much happened this week. <laughs> it was so this was a really good episode. Ben looked so nervous when he was done. I was saying, I'm like, he probably like, man, I just got to go like pee in my pants. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I just told off General Washington. Gotta go. Okay, we're done. All right, let's let's talk, let's talk about that. Let's talk this week. Uh, we'll start off with the the Ben Talmadge Washington scenario and all that because we do get introduced to a couple of new characters. Uh, we get uh, your good friend Stephen Root over there as Mister Sackett, who is brought in by Washington to basically help coach Talmadge in what to do and how to spy. So, mm-hmm. do you what do you think his background is? Like, where do you, where did he come from? Uh, dodgeball, idiocracy. No. That's from Office Space. That's where he got his background from. He was Somebody spy. took a stapler and it, he's just pissed. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's against them. He's <laughs> like, no more. No more. And we've um, gone off topic. And we've yeah. lost um, everything. No, but honestly, I think, I think he probably, you know, he, I don't think he came from military background as much as everybody else because he even said a good spy is not somebody who's a soldier soldier. and obviously he's a guy that's kind of sitting there he's writing ideas and coming up with different things and um, he's more like a professor or like a thinker because he knows languages and how to translate and he knows well and i I tend to think you know a little bit of science thrown in there as well just i mean psychology we saw him with the egg exactly that he's able to do that Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm very interested to see like how that works. The other thing that I didn't get with his character talking to Ben was like, oh, don't you know all these different languages because you went to Yale and, and whatnot? And he's assuming that also Abe would know this as kind of a simpleton a farmer. farmer. <laughs> so I, but it, it just kind of shows that, you know, he's like, okay, so what level of, in, what, you know, form of encryption are you guys using? Are you using this? Are you using this? And just English. the look on, yeah. on, on Ben's face. Yeah, it's just like, this guy is a professional, and really, even though Ben and Caleb, you know, they had this really great idea, they really don't know what they're doing. You know, it kind of was a fluke that this worked at all without them getting caught. But that's good, though, because that gives us a future of, you know, what's going to happen with the progression of the show and also, you know, the, the Culpepper and the, the secret names now and how they're going to get messages, and it's going to really advance the secrets that they're getting. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we'll win the war. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what I'm hoping for. Let's hope. That I'm cheering for the, the Americans. Americans win the war. I, I hope they do. I, I mean, really. But Chris, did they really win? Kristen's wearing a British dress. So. I know. I did my Kate Middleton look See? today. Did they really win? Is right. Who all tuned in? Millions of people watching a royal wedding. Did we win? <laughs> they are so. Cute. <laughs> did we really win? Anyway, but I do. I do. I, I love Washington. Like. There's this something about him. I mean, obviously, they built him up for four or five episodes before we got introduced to him at the end of last week. Mm-hmm. And even the actor that plays him, just he has a, a way about him that's very, you know, there's a regality yeah, to him. Khan. Yeah. And there's something about, like, the way he carries himself, the way he speaks. So he's, he's never rushed to speak. He always is thinking before he speaks and listening. You know, and it shows he's an intelligent person and is trying to make the best opinions and best options that are available to him. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's actually an interview with Ian Khan that um, that's online. Right, I can't remember the source. I'm afraid, but he was interviewed and he talked a little bit about finding the voice for Washington and you know what it's like to approach this character who's a legend and right. you know the fact that they're playing him a little bit younger. You know, because we I, all I like have that, that picture of Washington in our minds, but you know he's he's a younger guy. He's a rogue. This he's is a early, guy, yeah, it was early. He's in his not life. a strategist, actually. You know, that's something that's really notable about him as well. So this is, he brings all that to the table. This is before. He got his wooden teeth. <laughs> the early Washington days. He actually didn't have wooden teeth. Was that not him? Who was that? No, it was supposed to be Washington, but he actually didn't have wooden teeth. That's all lies. Hmm. All lies and propaganda created by just the British. Like he didn't really chop down a cherry tree. Well, okay. <laughs> now oh. you're just talking crazy. All right, we gotta, we, gotta okay. get, we gotta get this show on the road. We gotta get moving here. So, <laughs> right. I, I, I like that, that, You're blowing my mind right now. No, ah, the trust thing. I like the big issue with trust because we're gonna <laughs> see... I think a lot of trust developed between uh, Talmadge and Washington over the next couple weeks. And I think secrets are going to get out. So it's going to be good for us as viewers because we're going to get to hear those secrets. Mm-hmm. You know, how he's getting his information and where it's coming from. You know, we talked about Nathan Hale this week, you mm-hmm. know, one of Ben's best friends mm-hmm. who was hung. But that's how he found out about Abe. And so there's a, a whole link of people. And we even learn about Lieutenant Terrence, who's the one who got stabbed. You right. know, he, there, there are multiple spies that he's working with. And there's a whole elaborate under scheme that we don't even know anything about yet. And I like that he made uh, Ben a major in order to... So he's powerful enough to be in a position to command this, right? Unlike, you know, General Scott, who just... I feel like out of everybody, I mean, even, you know, the quote-unquote bad guys that we're not supposed to like, I feel like General Scott is the one that I'm always, like, really angry with. You hate Get it together, Scott. Come on, Scott. Get your head out of your backside. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because of the other ones, at least they're funny. You know? (laughs) There's some some redeeming quality. Well, he's gone... To a point, they're sending him to the front lines, so we will maybe not see him again. Um, we maybe will, though. And this week, we also didn't see Anna very much at all. Or we didn't see And we didn't Richard. see Caleb. We didn't see Richard. Uh, we had a whole missing... Ch- that happens every couple of weeks. They kind of overlay the, the plots. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that, on the one hand, it's good as long as we don't miss them for too long. Right, because they did. I felt like the first two episodes, they introduced so many characters. And when you have that many characters, you it's, can't show them every episode because then you start to be... You feel like... There's their stories going so slowly, you know that that something's being neglected, and yeah. I think they've done a good job at creating it so that the storyline is what matters mm-hmm. and connects. And hopefully, we see a lot of characters that way instead of being like, "Oh, we're going to put these people in because of this." Yeah. And what, what's good though is that you know even when a character is gone, we notice. We're like, "Oh, where was Robert Rogers this episode?" You know, even even if somebody's story isn't being like highlighted, we still have it in we the back of our them. minds, and we're still like, well, what are they up to? When are they coming back? You know, mm-hmm. and we want to know. And when they do come back in, it's relevant, and everything is just weaving together really, really well. And they well. talk about him as well, so it's not something completely distant. I mean, I want to, I love Game of Thrones, but like Game of Thrones sometimes, because it's such a huge realm, it's such not in vast, the same, yes. you know, city area that, you know, sometimes when you're watching, you know, you miss Khaleesi or you miss, you know, it's across the continent. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And they don't talk about each other, so it still feels like it's definitely, a, it's a close family. And, and not yeah. to say too much for people like Ryan, spoilers, but we probably didn't see Hewlett because he had a pretty rough week on Game of Thrones. <laughs> I, actually, I, saw, no, I, saw him, I saw him two weeks ago on Game of Thrones. Uh, Bern Gorman, shout out to him, like rocking it on yeah. Game of Thrones. He was and trending. It was, it was really I know. Great. And he doesn't even have Twitter. He's like, the fan. they have a fan page from that I tweet at. And well, no, he has a Twitter oh, now, he, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, he has one now. Like, it just started. Yeah, but yeah, and so he's trending and he's like, oh, this Twitter thing is pretty cool. That's awesome. <laughs> Like, look at that. I'm going to tweet at him now for sure. Let's get him in here. All right, let's move on because we have a lot to cover. We have very little time, unfortunately, since we took so much wonderful time talking to Samuel. Uh, quick time about Rogers since we do segue right to him. I, I, I like that he's looking for ways to find people. He's incorporating Jordan, who's from the town. He's still searching after four months for Ben Talmadge. He knows now Ben Talmadge's name after last week. And I think he's going to use Jordan to, to find him. Mm-hmm. Well, Anyone disagree? And, and now, well, he knows his brother now too. Yeah. He's on that ship, so so we'll have yeah, another character Samuel. introduced. Yeah. And um, but he doesn't know that Jordan has that in yet. How much he has, but you know, he's yeah. using all avenues to get the information, and it just shows how far he will go, and to what you know, to what he has to do. Mm-hmm. So. No, and that was a good. I that was a good addition, kind of seeing it. Um, I think I think we all kind of called though at the beginning of that segment that, you know, 
Jordan was going to end up being recruited by Robert yeah, Rogers. We saw it right away. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he broke that stick well, it, was into pretty, it was pretty easy. Yeah, and the, how great was that, like, that whole scene together in terms of, like, the fight choreography and everything like yeah. that? That was pretty fantastic. And I was, it's definitely like a fight club moment where I was like, first rule of Holy Ground <laughs> Brothers is you don't talk about Holy Ground <laughs> don't, don't break it up. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. All right, so moving right along, we also saw a limited amount of interaction this week from Abe. Uh, we did see that he was traveling to New York mm-hmm. with the hogs. As he actually brought the hogs because he said before that he wasn't going to. And, I, and maybe he think he realized that he needed those uh, yeah. to, to actually get across the enemy lines. He has this forged letter, which I'm assuming he wrote everything out and copied it based on the previous letter so that he's looking legitimate and getting across the border lines. But he's captured by an unnamed soldier. Yeah, yeah is, we never know. We never know who this is. Well, this is going to really change the game, too, because now he can't go by himself. So now he's going to have to bring someone with him every time he travels. So that's going to be tricky. Yeah, that's going to make things really harder for him to maneuver. Mm-hmm. But on the one hand, it's also going to be really good at allowing him to keep his cover. That's true. Like, if nothing else, this has kind of validated his claims of being, you know, being a Tory, mm-hmm. you know, and everything like that. So... Again, well, it's going to cause him is, trouble, but at the same time, it's still kind of a good thing. Like, it's still kind of like something he can put a positive spin on. Well, and there's other agents, as they said. I mean, one of them's now deceased. But, you know, we don't know how many else they have in there. And if they can somehow figure out that, okay, Abe needs to go over there with now, you know, a chaperone. It's um, actually... If they can... Do you know much about the history? I was reading more about the history of the last couple of weeks. Uh, the Culpepper's, there is a Samuel Culpepper Sr. and a Samuel Culpepper Jr. that travel together and are mm-hmm. these spies. So this is them probably following historically away, setting up probably a Samuel Culpepper Sr. So we will get someone of an older age that's going to potentially be his father Maybe figure. Maybe Richard? Maybe Richard will will hop on board. Maybe, Maybe. No, we'll I turn doubt up. it. We'll turn. Uh, yeah, <laughs> He'll turn up not. in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> no, you're you're right. <laughs> he's I not gonna. He's not, not gonna be changing the tune anytime soon. I think it'll just introduce a new, new character. Yeah, um, I agree. We we like new characters though. We're getting a lot of great new characters. Yeah, in the last I week, So. I don't, but I don't think we'll see. I don't think we'll see Richard. I just hate it when family members fight. That's all. (laughs) Well, he he even made the comment about his, you know, trying to please him like he always does. But yeah, a little bit this week in there and all that good stuff. So he's captured by this unnamed soldier, but is escaped and is actually saved by the British, who he's trying to trick and you know he's trying to double cross. So I thought that was an interesting thing that they came to his rescue. They recognized him and are the ones that basically freed him. Well, it works out for Jim. I mean, the guy that kidnapped him, like, yay, America, but sometimes it's like, uh, you'd rather have somebody, like, representing our side that wasn't nuts. Well, again, it kind of shows the spectrum. Like, this guy has his own definition of what freedom really And liberty, yeah. They talk about the definition of liberty and what they're doing. Mm -hmm. This guy was fine going to the front lines and getting killed. Well, you said he's nuts, but but he was living in the woods for like five months and all of his friends had been killed. Of course he's nuts. I know, but still, but it's just like, well, then if you talk about like being at the front lines and stuff and he's okay with that, then why, I mean, again, yeah, he he's probably got like a lot of post-traumatic stress, but you know, he's, he's not at the front lines anymore. So it's a slightly hypocritical for him to say that at that point in time. Again, lost changed. his mind. Mm-hmm. Well, granted, that, and he's got but, no way of like actually getting back to, to, you know, Getting back to, to yeah, his, his civilization. Yeah. Or, yeah, I don't know. He creeped me out. <laughs> I'm just gonna say he's, he's back to one place now, and it's not. That's my reference. argument. He creeped me out. It's just not good. He but, was a creeper, and I hate him. But it is good on a good thing though that he's killed because Abe did tell him who he was and what he was doing and who he could, com- you know, contact about this whole mission. So now that well, he's he's a loose end. Well, essentially. and the the well well now it's tied up. Yeah, exactly. it's tied up. But you know he had the option of selling out Abe right then and there. But again, you know, kind of the cause. If you know, if he can really believe Abe is telling the truth about you know being on their side, then he's like he did the right thing by by calling him a Tory and everything like that, and then running out and getting killed so that the information couldn't be taken from him. So it worked out in Abe's so, favor. Yeah. He was freed. The loose ends are tied up. We're good to move on. 
Uh, last but certainly not least, we got to talk about our good friend Major John Andre. Yay! <laughs> Megan, tell me how you really feel about Major John Andre. Please. Oh, least favorite character. Totally least favorite it's character. It's the Jedi Just... ponytail thing, right? The, That's the braid, what did. like the blonde that braid. braid. Yeah. yeah. That's a Padawan braid. I hope Padawan. you're not into that. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't love Star Wars? He's not oh, well. Just I have a Padawan bra- braid. He just can't see it. <laughs> under my beard. Shall just wear one next. Under, <laughs> hidden by my beard. No. His so braids. I, I said he is progressively becoming more and more my favorite character. Like I said, I just like the maniacal factor that he has, and he's just always plotting, always knows what's going on, and I like characters that are very sharp like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he knew about, and we saw earlier, and I almost wonder if he was teaching Abigail about eating because he'd already figured that out about people that he has been watching over the years. Like, this couldn't have been the first time that this has happened, that someone was sent to him to be, be a spy. I and, think that was more for our benefit, like, yeah. as right. an audience, than it was for hers. And that's just like uh, the proper uh, yeah the etiquette so the they, etiquette that they learn so they there. would switch hands so that their food would digest you know as they're switching hands and they wouldn't eat as much so they don't eat them like Americans <laughs> double fist in it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he was too if you saw when he was eating he was shoving it yeah in his mouth really what's wrong quickly. with that Dylan uh, nothing <sighs> that's why we're the number two most obese country in the world pizza. Pizza. <laughs> I'm gonna have pizza. We love pizza. I had pizza. I had pizza for dinner. Okay, had that's enough. Dinner. That's enough of that. Let's Don't turn, prove it, turn it back around. <laughs> there it is again. Turn, turn it back around. around. Turn it back around. Okay, so you guys are. We're, we're I almost here. started singing. Can, maybe that should be our turn thing. Every Ooh, time we should play that Every music. time we say turn, we should play turn, turn around. around. No, we need to talk about John Andre. Just do bright eyes and then it stops. <laughs> See, I'm gonna get in trouble because I've lost all control. That's out of school. <laughs> done and done. Okay, let's Go get back okay. to it. Let's no, get back no, no, it's fine. Uh, so John Andre this week, he's really sucking up to Abigail, if you will. Not sucking up, but making... That's, that's a, a later episode. Oh. oh. <laughs> Whoa. Making a, a partner, if you will. What? He's and got a history of doing things to people. <laughs> pleasuring women. Yes. We know, but... Yeah. Anyway. So he's, I he's I, you know what, though? I, I don't know if he's buttering her up to get information from her quite yet. Yeah, I do just tend to think he's kind of nice to ladies. He's a nice guy, right. He's just a nice guy. Well, I think he likes the women. It's so true. It's that's... hard to tell. Is this, you know, a, a genuine, like, hey, I'm just being a nice person? Or is it like he's like, you know, people... You know, people talk, and you know, in a small town, gossip travels around really, really quickly. And you know, you're from this small town; you can probably give me information. I, I don't. I I'd like to think it's just because he's just being nice, but it's very possible. I'm, I'm not saying though. I don't think he's like, oh, she's a double spy already. I actually don't think that's his intention quite yet with her. I think he tries to get people on his good side, and then I do think he's just. I mean, wow, it's chivalry. Uh, uh, right. He's just also charming, no? very, Man, very charming. Do you, Maybe. Do you think, does this sound crazy to you? That sounds, a powerful man that likes ladies? No, <laughs> it sounds right up my alley. So listen, and I think too what you're saying is true. Because but I'm just saying like Simcoe doesn't butter up the women, you know, uh, like John Andre does. But we think, saw what he does to Anna. Yeah, he has a different approach. Exactly. He has totally different approach. But That's I think too, I the thing about Andre that we like, and as a viewer and an audience that you like, is because he's a nice guy. I think he already knows that you know you catch more flies with honey, so he's probably always nice. We That's see the way he's actually true. The way he treats Simcoe, the way he, he treats Lieutenant Torrance, he's very polite. When when Simcoe killed the the you know the double agent, he was infuriated. He was like, "I was going to offer him more money to spy for us." Yeah, and that's you see that that's his philosophy and that his theory that and he's very nice to everyone gets them, you know he told the soldiers get some rest eat up we'll have dinner take you know relax feel mm-hmm. better welcome home he was very nice to everyone and that's a good way to go about his style of manipulation because everyone likes him and it's really easy to get information from them so all right that is like all the time we have uh we first have to do one thing and that's talk about american express Ooh. roya that's you my name is yvonne sarabia and i um, a home health aide. My credit score was very high. It was like 700 something. Then I had like a hiccup in my finances. Everything just whoo, crashed. But I don't crawl under a rock and cry. It takes baby steps to get back. So that, that's what I am doing. With American Express Serve, you have a full service prepaid account that helps you handle your money simply and affordably. There's no credit check. You can pay your bills online and reload cash for free at over 15,000 locations, all for $1 a month. 
and all backed by the 24-7 service of American Express. This is what membership is. This is what membership does. Get started with an American Express Serve card at CVS Pharmacy or Family Dollar today. Terms and restrictions apply. Go to serve.com for more details. So the only thing that I want to say about American Express is, Samuel, if you want to come to New York, or from New York, rather, to Los Angeles, use your American Express card. You'll get here faster. Yeah, obviously. We'd love to have you. <laughs> Join us on the couch right over here. All right. So that's hey, like, I'll give up my seat. I'll sit on the couch. Oh, okay. And Done. hopefully we, we're um, working on a few more guests. We do have one for sure for the finale. Ooh. And it's a character we haven't seen an in a while. An unnamed guest to come on an unnamed later episode. We will not tell what? you who, but it's going to be June awesome. 8th. This sounds yes. very 8th, secretive and very amazing. spy-like. Yeah. It's very Ooh. spy-like. All right, so speaking of being a spy, <laughs> we have one thing left to do, and that's talk about your AfterBuzz TV predictions. And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Kristen, that was adorable. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> These little noises came out of her. So, Kristen, a since, hiccup. since you're hiccuping oh. over there with excitement She's to give totally us your ready. predictions, you should go first. Oh. What do you think is going to happen oh. next week? Um, I think I think they're going to somehow. I think I said it earlier that they're going to give uh, try to give Abe a chaperone that's going to also be a spy to help him out. And I'm very interested to see um, Abigail. Now that she's gonna start liking John Andre a little bit, if uh, if she will turn. Dun, dun, Megan. Well, Simcoe's back in town, and he looks none too pleased to see Abe there. So um, I think I think maybe he might even make a move with Anna and might get rejected, and then we'll hear that you know Abe and her are having an affair, and maybe that's what prompts you know um, him pointing a gun at him in the preview. Oh, Baker, yeah. Baker was the, the block there. So. <laughs> Ooh, Dylan, what do you uh, think? This isn't much of a prediction, just something I would love to see. Uh, they talked about, Simcoe talked about how he loved being in the scene with Caleb. I would like to see those roles reversed. See Simcoe torturing Caleb. Yes. Oh, I mean, no. we'll see. He's, he does. No. Why he do even you talked about. See that? Well, he talked because about. it would be awesome. The vengeance that Simcoe is coming with That's in right. the next couple episodes. See? So I feel like there's going to be a lot with that where he's going to start going a little rogue. Doing what he wants to do, especially I think it, he justice. even talked yeah. about how much he disliked Hewlett. So I think there's going to be something that's going to happen when he gets back to Satake here in the next couple episodes. And I want to know what's going to happen with him and Anna because I feel like mm-hmm. now that Abe's going to find out that he's not dead, even though Anna lied to him, there's going to be a bunch oh, yeah. of stuff yeah, that's going to go down. Gonna he's not going to trust Ben spot. anymore, Kayla. Uh, it's going to go down. Hey, Dylan, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Dylan Chance. Hey, Megan, what about you? You can find me on Twitter at the Manguin. At, that's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. And you can also find me on a couple other after shows, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Attack on Titan, and Sword Art Online. Kristen you can Carroll. find me, Kristen Carroll, on Twitter, Kristen Carroll 13 I'm also on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I'll be doing a few spotlight ons coming up and... Um, Anatomy of a movie stuff. So oh, snap. And as always, you can find me at RyanHooks92 on Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram, and Snapchat. Send me a picture. I like when people send me random pictures of doing stuff. Careful. Good times. I only hey. know about weird stuff on Snapchat. No, it's fun stuff, like <laughs> random things. Anyway, for Dylan Chance, Megan Salinas, Chris and Kara, I'm Ryan Hooks. Thank you for tuning into the Turn After Show. We will catch you next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 